I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcasts. And watch on Bloomberg Originals, Bloomberg Television, or BTV+. All right, one potential deal we're watching is uh, U.S. Steel and Cleveland Cliffs. Both stocks are up today. Cleveland Cliffs making a bid for U.S. Steel, U.S. Steel rejecting it, uh, but then looking into strategic alternatives. This would be a tremendous deal in the steel universe. Not my personal universe, but the metal universe. So we want to get a take on kind of where it goes from here. So joining us now is Cleveland Cliffs CEO, Lorenzo Gonzalez. Lorenzo, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. I know it's a big and busy 24 hours for you. Um, all right, let's just start off basic, what's your pitch to U.S. Steel shareholders? Uh, thanks for having me, Alex. It's a pleasure to be back on Bloomberg with you. Uh, my, my pitch is very simple. I am providing U.S. Steel with an opportunity for the shareholders of U.S. Steel to monetize in a lot of good work that they have done so far and also uh, uh, going forward be able to extract synergies from a combination that is extremely powerful that will create the 10th largest steel maker in the world the fourth largest outside of china and that's a situation that in the united states has not had for decades so it's a very good reset and restart with a, a national champion in the united states and able to take care of business and on behalf of our country Lorenzo, good morning. It's Guy. Talk to me about the tone of the conversations that you're having at the moment. Are they positive? Is this just a negotiation at the moment? Is it a hard no? Do you think you might have to go hostile? Talk to me about how the tone is going at the moment. I think the tone is good. This is a negotiation between two publicly traded companies. And uh, uh, we are very entrepreneurial on our side. I'm running the deal myself mm -hmm. with my close uh, uh, lieutenants, my, my management team. And uh, U.S. still has a, a pretty different style in terms of using consultants. And so I know the playbook. And uh, they reject, but uh, they did not reject my first offer. Okay, they so non-hostile yet. Lorenzo, that means that you would go hostile, but you don't have to go yet? No, no, they called my offer unreasonable. Okay, and so uh, the market is basically saying loud and clear that the offer is reasonable. So. We're going to get to the right spot no matter what. Keep in mind, I am doing this together with the USW. And the union uh, has the right, based on the uh, bargaining agreement that they have with yep. US Steel, they have the, the right to counter. And they will not counter, and they will not support anybody else other than Cleveland Cliffs. So we have this locked in, and uh, that should do it. Do you think it's about price? If it's not about price, what is it about? I think it's, uh, we are right there on price. Uh, I think uh, I made an offer with a 43% premium. That's very unusual in the m and world. That was a recognition of what, not only what U.S. Steel uh, has done so far, which I, 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 I commend them for doing so, but also the ability to extract synergies. That, that's what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. So 
it has been good with uh, with the standalone West Steel. It will be a lot better for the shareholders and for the employees. Well, Lorenzo, with, uh, the the company combined with Cleveland Cliffs. Uh, Lorenzo, to to that point though. Is it really the synergy conversation? From what analysts are saying, it's not like a ton, a ton of synergies. That it's really going to be uh, about this electric arc furnace, which is basically uh, taking um, a scrap and melting it into steel. And that's a different way. It's a more carbon-sensitive uh, way of manufacturing eventually steel. Isn't it just that? No. It's, far, it's not a ton. It's $500 million. It's half a billion. So it's a lot of money. And... Uh, I have a track record of overachieving on that thing. I made three <laughs> acquisitions in the last uh, two acquisitions. I'm sorry, the last three years, and uh, uh, we overachieved on both. So we know what we are proposing. We know what we are doing. And uh, by the way, the shareholders of West Steel are the shareholders of Cleveland Cliffs, so they know better. Lorenzo, as you say, you've done a lot of... This is basically an ongoing roll-up operation that you've been conducting over the last few years. You're rolling up, ironically, the, 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 the U.S. steel industry. Is this the last piece in the puzzle in that roll-up process? Do you think you can go any further? Do you think the authorities will let you go any further? I believe that all the 10 companies uh, among the top 10, Cleveland Cliffs included after the deal closed, are built through uh, mergers or acquisitions. The number one in the world is Bao Wu. The Bao, B-A-O, comes from Bao Steel, from Shanghai. The W-U comes from Wuhan, on Wuhan City. So it's a merger. The second one is ArcelorMittal. It's a merger between Middle Steel yeah. and Arcelor. Arcelor itself was a merger. Nippon Steel is actually Nippon Steel and Sumitomo. So you, you got the, you got the, 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 the picture. Yeah. So Cleveland is pretty much like these other international champions. We're going to be a giant among giants. But what we haven't seen, though, with all those uh, acquisitions, Lorenzo, is the ability for your stock to close its gap with your peers like Nucor and Steel Dynamics. Does this deal close that gap? Like how much more? Like synergies, is that going really to close the gap? Are cost cuts really going to close that gap? I don't see the gap that you're seeing. On, on a see, stock performance level, Lorenzo, on a stock performance level, you are definitely underperforming your peers. No, I'm not. You, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the chart. On, on a stock level, uh, Nucor, for example, is outpacing your stock since the rally, since their rally started in June. Oh, your time frame is just June? It's no, no, no. I'm looking at the whole year, but I'm looking specifically recently. Over the last quarter, you've underperformed, and I'm asking if it's going to close it. Uh, if you did not notice, I'm not trying to buy Nucor. I'm trying to buy West Steel. And I, I trade at a 5.5 times EBITDA, and they trade at a 3-something. So I'm uh, giving the shareholders of U.S. Steel immediate multiple appreciation and multiple expansion that they have been pursuing for a long, long time. I, I'm not going to buy Nucor. And by the way, Nucor is a great company, but it's number 16 in the world. We're going to be number 10, they'll be number 17. Lorenzo, do you get bigger after this, though? Is this the, I just want to come back to this question about the roll-ups. Is this the last deal you can do with U.S. antitrust issues potentially starting to grow? Do you, th you, you are going to be a giant in the United States. Globally, you will be able to complete, compete. Will you be able to continue to get bigger after that through acquisitions? Or is this the last big deal that you can do? 
Guy, uh, that's a very difficult question. It's very premature because uh, I haven't cleared this one yet. I believe yeah. I have all the conditions to do it, particularly because my track record is to do these things and create jobs instead of eliminating jobs. Mm -hmm. If you go to my presentation deck, since we acquired AK Steel and Arcelor Middle, we added 1,700 jobs. The full support of the union that, that is non-negotiable, they are with us and nobody else, uh, is uh, the biggest confirmation of that. And this plays a big role when we talk with the regulators yeah. and try to clear the hurdles. So it's not just about market and defining market share and market geographies is very complicated. There's a lot more art and science, but jobs and uh, wealth generation for shareholders and bondholders, that's something that's very concrete and will be exposed at the right time. But we're not talking about future deals, we're talking about this deal. So Lorenzo, just a 20,000 foot view then, just for the U.S. economy. U.S. Uh, uh, steel prices have been uh, rolling over a bit. There, we're not seeing the kind of stocking that we would have seen from end users because people are kind of worried about where the economy is going. Where do you see the U.S. economy going? Going very well. We are in a moment in time that the recession that TV has been talking about for almost a year now did not materialize and will not materialize. We're able to navigate this perfectly. Inflation is coming down. Uh, the main markets were not affected, including automotive and construction, and we'll continue to grow. We are growing. We continue to grow. We are doing fine. Yep. Just fine. So I have Lorenzo, my is that is, is this a reflection of the fact that President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act is having a significant impact on infrastructure spending in the United States. Do you see that strong economy because of what has been announced, because of what the federal government is doing at the moment? Among other things, but we are talking about an administration that has been the most pro-workers that I, I can remember. So we are now rebuilding manufacturing in this country. We are rebuilding middle class in this country. We are generating high paying middle class jobs, union jobs here in the Midwest. That's invaluable for the generations to come. It will not fix Alice, Alex, the short time frames. We are talking about one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. That's what we're building. We're building a legacy. So Lorenzo, to that, so, okay, so if the legacy means that your costs increase in the short term, though, you're okay with that? I did not say that. You are putting but, words in my mouth. No, no, I, I don't mean to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying that if I, if I just draw the conclusion that if you have an agreement with the unions and the, that is part of increasing pay, doesn't that hurt you, even if you are creating jobs longer term? No, I don't see a cost disadvantage because I have a unionized workforce. And by the way, I have no union plants as well. And I have the data, I have the numbers, and I can compare union against no union, and I can't see a difference. So at the end of the day, it's more about philosophy, it's more about what you believe is right and what you believe is wrong. So I am not only a, a, a CEO that works well with the union, but I'm pro-union. And others are anti-union. So. Uh, but I, I have the numbers because, I, again, I have no union plans yep. as well. Lorenzo, we're going to leave you there. Great to catch up. Really appreciate it. We're going to watch with a lot of interest. Lorenzo Gonsalves.
Cleveland Cliffs, CEO. We will be watching this space. Sir, thank you very much indeed. Great to get an update on where this offer is going. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.